Welcome to another edition, a very special edition of Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. It is coming to you from the Prairie Dental Group. We're recording this on Friday at around noontime. And Dr. Tanya DeSano, this is an incredible time. I think it's unprecedented. Yes, it sure is. And we're all here today just to talk a little bit about this. And I think the more I get out in the community here at Prairie Dental Group, as much as we love cosmetic dentistry, we're doing emergency dentistry. I mean, just yesterday, I did two emergency root canals, which is completely unheard of. I can't remember the last time I've done a root canal, but it was okay. It went well and people are happy and they're out of pain. So then my job is done. Was it my favorite day? No. Are any of these my favorite days? No. But I do have to use this platform on WMAY to really talk about a very heartfelt message that I'd like to read. It's a message that it will be on our Facebook page on Prairie Dental Group because I feel really strongly about it. It's basically for people that are feeling confused as why coronavirus is a bigger deal than the seasonal flu. My kids read it and when my kids finally had their light bulb turn on because, you know, teenage kids, the young age group, 20s, younger, a little bit younger, a little bit older, that's the hardest age group right now. Those are the people that are on spring break at Florida in the beaches that you're hearing about and seeing on the news. My own little teenage high school, my little kids at home, they don't truly understand why they can't play or hang out with so-and-so. So-and-so's not sick. It's okay. No, it's not okay. So when I had this post moment in writing, I asked them to read it. And actually a light bulb went off. And I thought, if I can get through to the younger crowds and the younger populations with this message I'm about to read to you all, then I've done something here. So I'm going to read this all to you and it'll be on our Facebook page. I really hope this helps people with their confusion. The coronavirus has to do with RNA sequencing, which is genetics. The seasonal flu that we all know and we've heard about for many years is an all human virus. So the DNA RNA chains that make up the virus are recognized by the human immune system. This means your body has some immunity to it before it comes around each year. So you get immunity two ways, through exposure to a virus or by getting a flu shot. So let's shift gears for a minute and talk about novel viruses coming from animals. The World Health Organization tracks novel viruses in animals and sometimes for years watching the various mutations fall out. Usually these viruses only transfer from animal to animal. Like for instance, the H1N1 virus we've all heard of, that's from pigs, birds in the case of the Spanish flu. But once one of these animal viruses mutates and starts to transfer from animals to humans, then it's a problem. Why? Because we have no natural or acquired immunity. The RNA sequencing of the genes inside the virus is not human, and the human immune system does not recognize it, so we cannot fight it off. Now, sometimes the mutation only allows transfer from animal to human. For years, its only transmission is infected to a human before it finally mutates so it now can transfer human to human. So once that happens, we have a new phase. Depending on the fashion of this new mutation, that's what decides how contagious or how deadly it's going to be. So if we all sit back and remember, H1N1 was deadly, but it did not mutate in a way that was as deadly as the Spanish flu. Its RNA was slower to mutate and it attacked its host differently as well. So that's a lot. Let's fast forward now. Now here comes the coronavirus. It existed in animals for only, for nobody knows really how long, but one day at an animal market in Wuhan, China, in December of 2019, it mutated, and it made the jump from animal 
to people that very moment. At first, only animals could give it to a person, but here's the scary part. In just two weeks, it mutated again and gained the ability to jump from human to human. And scientists call this quick ability, quote unquote, slippery. This coronavirus not being in any form of a human virus, whereas we all would have some natural or acquired immunity, took off like a rocket. And this was because humans, and this is very important, humans have no known immunity. Doctors have no known medicines for this coronavirus. So the young people that are out saying, oh, I'm immune, I'm healthy, I'm young, I can have immunity built up. No one, no human has immunity for this virus. And so it happens that this particular mutated animal virus, it changed itself in a way that causes great damage to the human lungs. That's why coronavirus is different from the seasonal flu or H1N1 or any other type of influenza. This is very slippery. It's a lung eater. It already mutated again. And so now we have two strains to deal with, strain S and strain L, which makes it twice as hard to develop a vaccine. So we have no tools in our shed with this. History has shown that fast and immediate closings of public places has helped in the past and other huge pandemics. Philadelphia and Baltimore were reluctant to close events in 1918. And guess what? They were the hardest hit in the U.S. during the Spanish flu. Here's a fact. I love this fact. And this is the fact that I told my children last night when they were arguing about why they couldn't go out. Henry VIII stayed in his room and allowed no one near him until the Black Plague passed. Honestly, I understand him so much better now. (laughs) Just like us, he had no tools in his shed except social isolation. So let me end this by saying, right now it's hitting older folks harder, but this genome is so slippery. If it mutates again, and it will, who's to say what it will do next? So my closing words for this are, be smart folks. Act like you are unafraid is so not sexy right now. Acting like this is just irresponsible. We need to flatten the curve. We need to stay home. Share these thoughts to the people that are just not catching on and just do the quarantine. Powerful stuff, Dr. Tanya. And when you take a look at what's been happening here in Illinois with the fact that it's mutating so fast, and this is not just because tests are coming back or whatever, this is because this thing is on the move and mutating as we speak. Absolutely, Chris. So that's my thoughts in a nutshell. And I hope that message gets out to the younger crowd or anybody that just is very confused and why this is quote unquote such a big deal but in a sarcastic way I hear children say this teenagers mostly and it just really upsets me so we are trying to flatten the curve and it's it's huge I, I really commend our governor I think he is done an exceptional job with this he's handled this amazing I think I, I think he's going to come down a little stronger and I think he needs to do that sooner than later that's my own personal opinion all of this is my own personal opinion but the message is still the same so yes here at Prairie Dental Group it's different times we do so much aesthetic dentistry and it's my love and I miss it I don't enjoy doing emergencies I don't enjoy doing extractions and root canals but we get people through it because they are in pain or something has happened where they have fallen or something so we're here for that it's just a different workload and like everything else things are just a little different but I have exciting news and one of my happy moments I'm here to talk about is our studio guest here today is a very long time patient and dear friend of mine I'm happy and proud that I've been their family dentist to their large family for a number of years now and I'm here to introduce Lynn Eman so we're happy to have Lynn in the studio today something that's really neat with Lynn is that she has done several aspects of aesthetic dentistry here in our office Um, Lynn is in 
in the studio today and, and Lynn's a, a neat, neat person because she's got to experience a lot of the different phases of cosmetic dentistry here in our office and her smile shows it. She went through what we call six month smiles, which is such a fun thing to do. It's elective cosmetic braces. So they're clear braces and they straighten your teeth in a very short time. Sometimes the six month smiles turns into three months. Sometimes it turns into nine months, but overall it's roughly around six months. And one thing that we like to talk to patients about at their dental cleanings is when you come in for your dental cleanings, and I think that your teeth could be a little bit straighter, basically before it becomes time for your next cleaning, we could already have your teeth straighter. And people love that. I miss those days. It's been a week. We have not had our hygienists here at Prairie Dental Group because they're off work at the moment because that's all elective things. Six month smiles is elective. Even the government mandate that's come down on us and dental cleanings are elective. So it's a quiet, it's a quiet world here at our, our office. We miss our hygiene team. But I am happy that Lynn can talk about her experiences with just a few minutes, a little bit about her experiences with her cosmetic procedures that she's had done here. I did the six month smiles with the clear brace and they were perfect. My teeth have looked amazing from that point on. Tanya is very insistent upon permanent retainers, which I don't enjoy, but she is insistent on putting these permanent retainers in and keeping the smile the way that it's supposed to look. We have done whitening treatments. We've done Invisalign. We've done bonding and shaping of the teeth since the braces came off. And it's beautiful. Yes, your smile is beautiful. And I am a little bit of a nut with retainers. But it's just because after 25 years of experience, I've seen people relapse without retaining. So you go through all of these work, all this work as a child with braces, and then somewhere along your adult life, your retainer falls off or gets lost, or you can't find it. And then years go by without it. And then all of a sudden you wake up and realize your teeth are crooked. It just hits you one day, like what happened? I've seen that so many times in my career. People put all this hard work and money into their smiles. I want it to last forever. So I am a little bit of a stickler with that. And I'm sometimes not popular with that choice. (laughs) But I think every time you smile in the mirror, it's worth it because your teeth still look awesome. So I'll be the bad guy for a little bit. It's okay. Another thing that really impresses me about Lynn beyond the fact that I adore her family is what she is doing during this whole COVID-19 pandemic that we're all experiencing today. And we have another guest in the house as well. Besides Lynn Eamon is the initiator of one of the most popular Facebook pages today that only just started a week ago, Springfield Families Helping Families. And we're here today also one of the admins of the Facebook page is Catherine Eastfold. So I would like to give the microphone back to Lynn and just have her talk a little bit about her relationship with Scott McFarland, who developed this Facebook page and a little bit about her passion and where she is with things and what people can do to help. I was one of the first people who signed up as a liker. We are gathered as a group of people to help people in Springfield who don't have food who can't drive, who are disabled or not able to get out and shop. So we shop for them. We deliver to their doorstep, usually just to the doorstep without actually even knocking on the door and taking people food, basics, cleaning supplies, really just running all over Springfield right now, trying to help whoever we can. Today, hopefully later today, we will have a link set up on my personal Facebook page for donations to the cause. We're not going to post it on the Springfield Families group. That group is just about helping and not about raising money, but I'm going to raise money and I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing and keeping a team of people together to go out and do everything we can to keep people fed, 
and healthy. So I was really excited, Lynn, to have you here and talk about this page. I know when you gave me the invite to join the page, it was really intriguing because it was something that sees such a need for. And I was so happy to see this Facebook page grow by the thousands in just one week's time. And I, I love all the different categories of the page. I try to comment whenever possible, trying to clarify things. There's a lot of misconceptions and trying to put real facts out there. I think everybody's trying to do their part. It's an awesome page to get everybody together. And after the break, we're going to hear um, a little bit about one of the administrators of this Facebook page, Catherine Eastfold. And the page, again, to remind everybody, is Springfield Families Helping Families on Facebook. Public group. You can go on Facebook and just join in on the group. And you can either be a part of the, the cause or solution. If you need help, it's there. And if you can help out, there's a need for that as well. And I think Lynn Eamon is definitely one who's um, taking the lead on that. And I, I see her helping all the time. And she's reaching out on how we can help her all the time as well. So just so happy and so proud of her and all her efforts here in town. Well, thanks, Dr. Tanya. We'll have more coming up in just a little bit on the special edition of Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry, News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Welcome back to the second half of Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY coming to you recorded from the Prairie Dental Group with Dr. Tanya DeSano. Thank you, Chris, so much. And I I wanted to introduce everybody to Catherine Eastfold, who is one of the administrators of the Facebook page of Springfield Families Helping Families. And I'm so thankful Lynn Eamon is also in the studio here today, too. And I wanted to say one little quick thing about Lynn Eamon, because I find her just this amazing human. She was on a Facebook post with sister circle and what they do is they hashtag working women Wednesday and it's a weekly post featuring a local Springfield woman who is working it in our community whether it be through her business her community work her creativity or some other awesome way this feature this week was our very own Lynn Eamon and they posted this amazing picture of her wearing one of the dental masks that we're using and she has her Wonder Woman shirt on and she's in her car and she just looks amazing and I just got the goosebumps when I read that because it showed up in my feed. So I just wanted to tout her horn and just know that we have some really amazing people in this community. And now you're about to hear from one other. And this is Catherine. You're right, Dr. DeSanto. We do have some amazing people in this community. And I knew that beforehand. And now I know it so much more now that I have worked with this Facebook group, Springfield Families Helping Families. So this was a group that was started uh, a little over a week ago. I uh, really initially in response to the fact that the schools were closing. And so Friday afternoon, the governor made the announcement that the schools would be closed for at least two weeks. And uh, Scott McFarland, who is also in another part of his life, a member of the District 186 school board in Springfield, decided or he knew that people would need a lot of help. People would need child care. People would need meals because, of course, kids get free breakfast and lunch at schools. And so there would be all these needs connected with the schools being closed. And so he started this Facebook group as just sort of an exchange and a clearinghouse for people to offer help and to say what they needed. It became so much more. It grew very, very quickly over that first weekend, but it became even more as other shutdowns occurred, restaurants and bars shut down, a lot of people out of work because of the effects of COVID-19. And so there were really overwhelming needs and continue to be overwhelming needs in this community for food, for uh, delivery of food, as Len was talking about, for people who have disabilities or they're older, they're vulnerable populations, can't leave their homes or don't have transportation. Uh, 
people looking for employment, people like Dr. DeSanto said, people looking for accurate information about the virus or about what's closed and what's open. A big issue, of course, has been shortages in grocery stores. And so people have been exchanging information about what items can be found in what store. Uh, And Lynn has also been a part of that because, of course, she's at the store a lot, picking up groceries for people that she's going to deliver to, she and her crew. Uh, And so people are able to share this kind of information and share their talents and whatever they may have to contribute during this time of crisis. Um, What has really been remarkable about this group is that it's just neighbors helping neighbors. We're not a nonprofit organization. We're just a group of people. There are five of us acting as administrators of the group. Uh, We just try to keep everybody organized. Uh, And so we have so many people who are a part of that. And Len is a huge part of that. We also have a group that has banded together to deliver school breakfasts and lunches to families that can't get over to the schools to pick those up because the schools, while they're not open for classes, they do have a number of sites where there are bagged breakfast and lunches that are available for students during this time. And so, and you do not have to be there in person to pick those up. And so we have a crew who are going and picking those up and distributing them to families who need them. Uh, and we also have a lot of people who are just volunteering on their own, just here and there. It doesn't have to be something that's full time. It can be something that somebody does. If they're still working, they can drop something off after work. We have, uh, again, people who maybe are quarantined or self-quarantined at home, but they're still sharing information and helping connect people to resources. The group's also something that's evolving as the situation evolves. So right now, many charities and established nonprofits in the area are starting to change their services to meet changing needs. They're starting to establish other things. A big thing that's come up is the United Way and Community Foundation has a COVID-19 response fund now. We've been able to share information about that. Food pantries have different hours uh, than they may have had previously or different services. Uh, There may be nonprofits such as Helping Hands, Helping the Homeless, or Senior Services that need different types of donations and volunteer efforts than they had in the past. And the group is just a clearinghouse to communicate all of that. So really, we see ourselves as a group of of dedicated, generous neighbors helping other neighbors and also part of a community-wide response that I personally have just found utterly inspiring uh, to see the community of Springfield and surrounding areas come together like this uh, in response. Uh, as Dr. DeSanto mentioned, we do have different, what they're called units on the Facebook group. They're different uh, topic areas, and we have just thousands and thousands of posts, so that helps organize it. So when you join our page, uh, you just search for Springfield Families Helping Families in the search bar on your Facebook, find us, uh, ask to join, we'll let you write in, and uh, it's a public group. And uh, and then you can go visit those units. So we've got one for help needed if you need help. We've got one for volunteer if you need a volunteer or if you want to volunteer your time in some way. We've got one for store supplies. So if you just went to Walgreens on 6th Street and they've got toilet paper, you can put that in there and let other people know that that might be where they can get toilet paper. Uh, we have an employment section. So if you see that, uh, that a store is hiring, you can put that information there. If you're looking for a job, you can look for that information. Information. So we have a lot of different areas of the page of the group that you can visit. Um, 
And really, again, it's just neighbors helping neighbors. And this is something that humans have done in times of crisis throughout history. Uh, We're able to do it a little more effectively right now because we have the internet and social media. So uh, we hope you join the group and check it out if you need help, if you can give help. We have people who both need help and give help, and that's the way it should be. Thank you so much, Catherine. That was amazing. It gave me goosebumps listening to you talk, actually, just knowing how our community is really pulling through this. And it gives me hope. It gives us all hope knowing that there is so much good in this world and we will we'll make it through and thank you so much for all your incredible information that's so helpful this radio show reaches a lot of people and i hope that all these listeners will look up the facebook website if you're not on facebook this is no better time to join than now so please join if you're not on and let this be your first group that you're involved with because there's nothing else the town needs more than a facebook group like this thank you so much Doctor, thank you, too, for fronting this uh, half hour. Great information coming up, and that's Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry. Remember, if you need a great dentist, prairiedentalgroup.com is where you want to go on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY.